Welcome to Bank of Singapore Unplugged. So, what do sports and investing have in common? Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for our closing keynote speaker, Chad Hutchinson. Awesome. I'm super excited to be here with you all. Um, when I look at my life and my career, there's a prevailing theme across all of it. And I love proving people wrong, right? Everybody said, Chad, you can't go to a major university, play two, two sports, and compete academically. I love pro proving people wrong when they said, Chad, you can't play two professional sports at the most elite level. There's only been six people that have done that in the last 40 years. I loved pro proving people wrong when they said, Chad, after an eight-year professional sport career, you can't go work for a blue-chip finance institution. Right? So through the course of my journey, though, there's been a lot of ups and downs. And there's a certain disciplines that I want to share with you all that have been incredibly impactful to my life. I'll start with September of 1999. I had just been called up to the major leagues. Dream come true. Right? Ever since I was five years old, this was my dream. I was sitting in a hotel room in Chicago, about to have my first outing against the Chicago Cubs. And this should have been the pinnacle. And yet, I was paralyzed by fear and anxiety. I thought I was going to make a fool of myself in front of 50,000 fans, in front of teammates that I had idolized growing up. So in that hotel room, I had a call that night from a, from a man named Harvey Dorfman. Now, Harvey Dorfman was born in 1935. He's bedridden for the first 15 years of his life with a lung condition that eventually killed him in 2011. Harvey Dorfman's only dream was to play professional sports professional baseball. So we'd sit in his bed and listen to professional baseball games on the radio. And what Harvey became was the most, one of the most influential people in the game of baseball. And people have never heard about him, right? He wrote the mental game of baseball. It's the Bible of sports psychology. I still have a copy with me that I read. Every year I'll reread it. Harvey Dorfman called me that night in that hotel room in Chicago, and he armed me with four principles that I carry with, carry with me at every point in my life. The first one, the Stoic philosophy, focus on what you can control. Number two, let go and accept that which you cannot control. Number three, your character is defined by how you react and pick yourself up after adversity and how you take accountability for your actions. Number four, it's about service and contribution to something bigger than yourself. Right? Focus on what you can control. Let go and accept that which you cannot control. Your character is defined by how you pick yourself up and move on. It's about service and contribution to something bigger than yourself. Let me unpack this a little bit in my sports career and in my business career. Focusing on what I can't control is three elements. Preparation, attitude, and effort. I've realized that's, that's what's really in my control. There's a lot that's out of my control. Preparation in sports, for me, started in the offseason. So, a lot of my teammates started to have surgeries, major surgeries. And I said, I have to equip my body. My body is my temple. I have to equip my body to be resilient. And so what I did is I actually, I went and trained with the U.S. Olympic decathlon team. Every offseason, I'd go train with them because I want to be in tip-top condition. Right? In season, my entire, every hour of my day was curated. What my sleep was like, what my diet was like, it was preparation. 
so that when I knew I went out in that field, that I was prepared to do the best that I could. In business, obviously, it's a lot less physical, but every day I'm watching the markets. I'm watching what my competitors are doing. I'm looking at our portfolio companies. I'm preparing. The other overarching theme in this, on the focusing on what you can control, is your attitude. For me, it's positivity rooted in reality that governs every day of my life. The second one is letting go and accepting that what you cannot control. Harvey Dorfman always said, Chad, when the ball leaves your hand, right? When that pitch leaves your hand, the results are out of control, right? Which is very hard for me because as an athlete, my, my worth is that scoreboard. In business, sometimes the scoreboard is the money you're making. He said, Chad, Chad, you have to let go of that. You have to accept and let go of the things that are out of your control. I remember that it was the second game I pitched in the big leagues against the Colorado Rockies. And in Colorado, you're at altitude. Notorious for home runs being hit. The first curveball I threw was to a guy named Larry Walker, who's a Hall of Famer, and he hit it out of the ballpark. And I was about to get really mad. And I remember Harvey in the back of my head said, Chad, you got to let go of that and move on. Right? In business, letting go. Well, did anybody foresee a pandemic, global pandemic? These externalities that are out of your control. The only way you can let go, though, is to do the first one, which is your preparation, your attitude, and your effort. Number three, your character is defined by how you pick yourself up and move on. To me, this is governed by resilience. The embodied psychological attributes of compassion, gratitude, emotional agility, right? The ability to pick yourself up. I remember in my career, I was starting as a freshman at Stanford University. We went down to play UCLA in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena. I had been sacked nine times that game. I had broken my nose. And we went on to drive 80 yards in the final two minutes to win that game. And I remember this time after my ninth sack, I was on the ground and I picked myself up. And it was this moment of resilience of saying, you can knock me down over and over again, but I'm going to continue to get back up and move on. Right? Resilience in business for me, a little different. Resilience in business for me is always thinking around the corner of what can go wrong. How do I build in margin of error, margin of safety? so that I can react appropriately and our portfolio can react appropriately when challenges arise, right? The other piece of this for me is reframing, when adversity strikes, reframing what adversity is. It is about growth, it's about curiosity, right? It's taking a posture of adaptive learning, of awareness and attention, being present in the circumstances, looking at every circumstance and saying, what can this teach me? Right? I don't have to be perfect. I just have to learn. The last one, service and contribution to something bigger than yourself. Quite honestly, I didn't do this well in professional sports. Every year in the NFL, just to frame this, there's 90 positions, there's 90 NFL quarterbacks. Every year, there's probably 10 job opportunities open as people retire or get released. There's 500 applicants that are as good as everybody else that are competing for those 10 jobs every year. So I never got to a point in my athletic career where I could say, it's not about me, I have to think about my teammates or something bigger than myself, my team, right? Which was unfortunate for me. I was always in survival mode. I was in survival mode for the first part of my business career. I worked for a firm, phenomenal firm, but very competitive, TPG Sixth Street, right, Sixth Street. Um, and I remember about seven years ago, Harvey Dorfman in the back of my head I was worried about my compensation. I was worried about my title. I can remember Harvey said, Chad, it's not about you. Think about others. That was the minute my career changed, was when I went into that office and said, how do I serve my colleagues? 
how, how do I contribute to the company? How do I serve something bigger than myself? I feel very fortunate right now because I'm at a firm, Arctos Sports Partners, where my values are aligned with my partners. I'm investing in sports. I actually have another bite at the apple to serve and contribute something bigger than myself, and it's in sports and investing, right? I heard a lot today about all that's kind of going wrong and the dislocations in the U.S., China, but you know what the ties that bind are? The ties that bind are sport. It's a universal language, right? And I'm in a position now where I can serve and contribute not only for RLPs, but for others in the communities. So I feel very, very fortunate for that. So those are the four key principles. And all of these are moot without one other thing, which is perseverance. One of the quotes from Winston Churchill I like most, he says, it's continuous effort, not intellect, not strength, that is the key to unlocking your potential. Right? Think about that. Continuous effort, not intellect or strength. Right? And to valiantly persevere, you must surround yourself with great friends, great community, great advisors, great bankers. That's critical. But the thing I'm going to leave you with and challenge you all today with is it's not about what you can take from this community. Right? It's about what you can give to them. So in 2023, I challenge you all, how do you serve and contribute to those around you? Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Chad, for that inspirational story of how you made your journey from field to the boardroom. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by Bank of Singapore.